Welcome to Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Now coming up, we have another very special edition of Folk Roots Radio. We're giving over the whole of this episode to interviews with the participants and facilitators of the 2019 Hillside Festival Girls and Guitars Songwriting Course, a songwriting workshop that is designed to help aspiring female songwriters develop effective songwriting tools and strategies while gaining confidence in their own ability and all within a supportive learning environment. As you will hear during these interviews, the music industry is currently skewed 70 to 30 in favor of men. And that's not just in terms of performance, but also behind the scenes, management, booking agents, tech crews, artistic directors, and critics. Now, the original songs created by the students in the Girls and Guitars songwriting course were played live at a special event during the Hillside Inside Festival this past February. So let's get started. From her 2018 self-titled album, this is Girls and Guitars facilitator Doris Falcons with her song, Right Side of the Tracks. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Enjoy. and fed. 
and it was with Nick Zubek here in Guelph at Arthur North Studios. And so in the next part of the radio program, you will hear there are four songs that they recorded. Like I might have mentioned before, for many of them, this might be the first song that they've ever written and uh, definitely the first song that they've ever recorded. Hi, my name is Coco Love Alcorn. I'm Coco, 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 yeah. I'm Coco, Coco, Coco. And you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. My name is Julie Tripp, currently from Guelph, originally from Scarborough, Ontario. I have loved music ever since I was little. I remember singing along to mixtapes my dad made in the the car. Uh, My dad really loved music. He collected albums and played them regularly. My parents also took me to lots of concerts when I was little. I saw Gladys Knight and the Pips, Elton John, the Jackson Five, Duran Duran, and the Rolling Stones. I then continued my love of music by singing in school choirs. I performed in jazz groups, singing duets, and in bigger chamber choirs, singing more classical works. In school, I especially loved being involved in musicals. I remember how happy I was to land my first role as Jenny in the Canada Goose musical. I think I still remember the music. It must have been grade four. And I continued this love of performing into university. As for guitar and ukulele, I remember my dad actually bought me my first ukulele in grade 7, 8. Because back then, it, it was pretty cool to be in the ukulele band, uh, grade 7 and 8. And it lost, I think, its um, allure for several decades, and it's back finally. And I see a lot more students starry-eyed when they see me pick up the ukulele in class. I'm a kindergarten teacher, so that warms my heart. As for the guitar, it was a boy in university who played it, and I just thought, oh, that's the greatest thing ever. And um, I started to learn things, and I think my first song was Puff the Magic Dragon. And uh, soon I, I decided I, I wanted to learn more and, and took lessons and, and kept up that love. Lately, I've been enjoying playing songs with friends and getting up the nerve to sing at open mics. I was able to join a lineup of performers at the Common in Guelph. It was a great experience just getting out there and being with other musicians and getting to know the pulse of uh, Guelph music. As far as writing my own songs, I would have to credit my teenage angst-ridden years. I used poetry as a way to understand and sort the emotions I was feeling. Soon these poems had music attached to them as I wrote. I could actually hear the music as the poetry came to me. I began to share my songs with my family, and I even wrote songs for some of them. I remember on one occasion, I forgot my mom's birthday. So into my room I went to write her a song. And 30 minutes later, I came out with this song called Her Voice. I sang it to her and played the guitar, and I even had a copy for her to keep. And the moment she cried, I thought, oh, magic. Speaking of being a mom, I mean, now that I'm a mom of an almost four-year-old, I enjoy writing songs for her. And she, in turn, sings songs that she's written, mostly about our dog, Indy, or birds in the trees, or whatever's most important in her world at that moment. I love hearing her confidently announce, Mama, that's a song I wrote. It's about Indy. And I can already see her music being an important part of her life. 
As for my own style, I feel that folk is a good descriptor. My topics range from political songs to coaching songs. They kind of coach through everyday situations. Songs that are more humorous or cheeky in nature. Right now I'm working on a song about a man who works in a coffee shop who's a little bit cheeky. I'm also working on writing children's songs since I'm a mom and kindergarten teacher. And I'm able to get direct critical feedback straight from the source. So my students and my own daughter, they're so honest in their reactions. Children love to be silly and they love to move. So two songs I'm currently editing, and they keep changing based on what they tell me. And I just love how open and honest they are. So that's been awesome. And all of these things, I think, have opened all this writing that I've been doing lately is all thanks to this Hillside Inside program. I first found this course while surfing around Facebook. I found this post from Hillside Inside about Girls and Guitars songwriting course, and it also included the possibility of performing live, which I thought was an exciting next step for me. Over the course of four weeks, we met and learned about song structure, which chords to use when, and how to edit. Editing is by far the area of songwriting I've always struggled with. Just going back and reworking things, trying new ideas, words, even music, just to see if it works better than the original. They're all important ways to tap into new and exciting musical possibilities, and I think I just dreaded that phase so much before. This course gave you the tools and a guideline of questions and had you practice that with each other in a very open and honest and supportive, kind environment that allowed us to share our ideas with one another, being vulnerable, open to suggestions and new ways of thinking. So it made it possible for me to be able to learn a great deal about how to write my own song. And I really feel like my songwriting has come a long way. So I'm very thankful for to Marie and Doris both for their guidance and encouragement throughout this course. Thanks to them, I've been able to professionally record and have my song produced by Nick Zubek. And that experience in the the studio is just wonderful. Again, so supportive. He listened to what you had to say, and, and if you couldn't play the bass or the djembe, he would jump right in there and, and give it a try. And, and just being able to hear yourself back on such high-quality mixing software and and using such great equipment. It, it was just, I, was, I think we were all quite starstruck and um, in awe of the product and how clear our voices were. We were able to sing live on the radio at the Grand as well. And, and right now, this opportunity, having our music played and being interviewed, and of course, performing live at Hillside Inside, This course has opened doors I never knew were possible. It's given me the confidence to continue writing songs. A group of us from the course still meet regularly and bounce ideas off of one another. Also started vocal lessons with Joni Narita in Kitchener. I feel like this voice has allowed me to become part of the ever-growing community of musicians in Guelph. And it is the best choice I've made this year to open myself up to this Hillside songwriting course. It's awakened something in me that was always there, and it's just made my songwriting even more powerful. It's been wonderful. 
As far as the song I've written, well, it's taken me 10 years to figure out how to write a love song for my husband. Finally, I found the right sentiment. You know that person that's always around and there for you? Well, at some point I thought, why am I not marrying this person? What is wrong with me? So I did. A big component of this song is the sailing imagery. My husband enjoys boating and water. Me? Not so much. But I like him. Hence the song. It's called Happy I Let You In. playing guitar for several years and this year 
I was a part of the Girls and Guitars songwriting program um, for Hillside Inside. I've always been around music and been involved in something musical. Um, as a kid, I was in choir and band class. I played the clarinet and trombone and the recorder. <laughs> I, I played piano um, for a couple years as well with my mom as my teacher, but that didn't exactly pan out because she was my mom, so I wasn't very motivated to practice. And then I was listening, I think, to a Jason Mraz song one day, and I really liked the guitar in it, and I decided I'm going to play the guitar. So I started taking lessons from a local musician uh, in town named Jason Rasso, and over the years, I learned how to play the guitar, and with some much-needed encouragement, uh, I learned how to sing along with it and how to write my own music. Not sure quite how to describe my music style. I write a variety of songs on different odd little topics. I've written a love song uh, between a fly and a spider, a public bus waltz. I've written a song about a used tea bag <laughs> and an invisible man. So it's kind of uh, all over the map. I had a really great experience in the Girls and Guitars course. Uh, once a week, we'd get together um, in the hillside office, and it was very dark and cold, uh, but inside it was very warm. <laughs> um, and Marie would make us snacks and tea, and she'd bring these delicious cookies uh, from a bakery down the road. They were very, very good ginger snap. <laughs> um, and we'd get together, and then Doris would give us the lesson for the night, and then we'd brainstorm and bounce ideas off each other and present little snippets of our songs. So through the course, I learned how to ruthlessly edit my song, which was something I was not very familiar with before. I would just kind of write the song and then leave it as it was. But editing is very important, I found out. I also learned how to create um, my own inspiration through the power of brainstorming <laughs> um, instead of just waiting for it to kind of hit you. I was really very inspired um, by all the other women in this course. We really grew to have a strong connection with each other, and we've become friends, and we still meet up regularly to write and to discuss our songs. So we all got to record our songs um, at Nick Zubet's studio here in Guelph, and it was a very fun experience getting to hear ourselves, you know, as a recording and hear the song as a complete project. It was just very cool. So I graduated high school last year, and I took a year off uh, in the hopes of finding myself and of figuring life out. And this opportunity um, to go to Thailand came up. You know, you hear those stories of people who travel and they find themselves and a purpose upon coming back. They just seem kind of like this renewed person. I was hoping that would be me. <laughs> um, so my friend and I, we lived at an orphanage there for two and a half months. And it was a wonderful experience. I learned a lot from the people and especially the kids there. But when I came back, I kept continually checking in with myself. You know, have I changed? Have I become better? Have I found a purpose? But nope. <laughs> um, I seem to be exactly the same. So I wrote a song about it. And this is Thailand. I hope you enjoy it. Summer 
We only got one chance Just one dance For all we know Hi there, this is Piper Hayes. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. Hi, my name is Michelle Monroe. For the past 15 years, I've lived and worked in Guelph, Ontario. In my daytime professional life, I work as an occupational therapist in the field of mental health. Outside of this, I'm actually married and a big dog person, literally with a Great Dane and a Husky. And more recently, beginning to maybe consider myself an emerging singer-songwriter and seeing where that goes. As a child, I grew up in a household where music and radio were always playing. Both of my parents had a pretty eclectic taste of music. I remember a lot of folk like Gordon Lightfoot, uh, Neil Young, Paul Simon, Bob Marley. I had an older sister who's five years older than me who introduced me to a lot of Canadian uh, and British contemporary music. And probably my first taste of uh, kind of becoming a musician was was in high school and uh, elementary school where there was a string instrument program where I learned how to play the violin and was introduced to music theory. And in particular, on my father's side, there seems to be a lot of us who like to journal and write um, and are connected to music. Um, I never met my grandfather, uh, who passed away before I was born, but he played the fiddle and, and was uh, really enjoyed writing poetry. Probably the most influential thing for me growing up was uh, my father, who played guitar, and he had this guitar night with his friends that actually still still runs to this day that's been going on for 40 years, maybe even longer, which is pretty remarkable. And I attended it recently, and they they get together once a month, and they play their own songs, and, and some songs that they've written, actually, which I thought was pretty interesting. Now, for me, I picked up the guitar finally in university, and in particular, when I moved to Guelph, I moved to Guelph uh, by myself when I uh, got my first professional job, and my father let me take his guitar with me on permanent loan, uh, which I realized later was because it's uh, quite an old Gibson that he uh, really valued. So I moved to Guelph on my own, and in the loneliness of this time, this guitar became my companion, and I came home from work, and I would often play it at night. And as I was playing, I just really enjoyed singing, so I just would jump in and want to be singing all the time. And at that time, I was influenced by, you know, listening to the Dixie Chicks. There was a Dolly Parton compilation called Just Because I'm a Woman that had all of these really strong female singers playing her song that I was really influenced by. Uh, And in particular, uh, Canadian musician Holly McNarlin. Um, I just really loved her strong voice and her vulnerable lyrics. So over the past couple of years, I've primarily just been a big music fan, going to see a lot of live shows and uh, catching festivals when I can, and really just using guitar and singing as an outlet in my downtime outside of uh, my work life, supporting people with mental health difficulties. You always need to have a good balance in your life of taking care of yourself. Over the past couple of years, we experienced some pretty significant losses that ended up kind of disconnecting me from even journaling, that disconnected me from writing, which which naturally happens when you have other things that are really significant happening in your life. And I think over the past year, I just realized that I needed to kind of get back to connecting to creativity again. And I hadn't picked up my guitar in almost two years. I started picking it up last year. And then for some reason, all of a sudden, I just kind of became aware of these songwriting workshops, and I hadn't really thought about that before. So last September, I ended up participating in my very first one, totally out of my comfort zone with Oh Susanna in Toronto, which was a really interesting experience, and I was really glad that I attended, at the same time listening to some Canadian artists like The Weather Station and Lindy Ortega, who I think are pretty incredible singers and songwriters themselves. I didn't really kind of finish writing a song or even start writing a song after that experience, and then I ended up coming across this advertisement for the Girls and Guitars Project, which... Right away, I signed up for really impulsively, again, out of my comfort zone. And what I liked about it was that it was over four weeks. So we were able to kind of come together as a group 
And then because I'm a bit introverted, being able to, to do some writing and experimenting by myself before I presented it back to the group. And really, I went in with really low expectations. I just wanted to get connected and kind of learn something new and uh, learn learn structure and maybe find something, a new outlet for myself and maybe meet some people in the local area. I just had no idea how impactful this was going to be, this whole thing, getting to know the other women in the group, um, getting to know Marie and, and Doris. I didn't realize I didn't realize how connected that they were. It was very special for me. And what I actually didn't realize was how vulnerable the process of songwriting was going to be. It was the first time sharing moments of writing and sound with people who were relative strangers to me. And I was somebody that hadn't really performed a lot and was limited in, you know, my music experience. And so much so that um, as we were in our second week, we were asked to to sign up for this performance at the end uh, with the Hillside group. And I hadn't even finished writing a song. They just sort of supported us enough to sign up and to, to kind of go with it. And so I basically signed up for performing at Hillside before I'd even known if I could write my own song, <laughs> which felt really uh, daring and actually created one sleepless night, I can recall. And with the encouragement of the group and getting feedback from uh, the women and from Maureen uh, Doris afterwards, I was able to pull together my first song. And it was a really proud moment. I just remember sitting at home and having this special little thing I'd created that kind of surprised me. And then just moreover, getting the opportunity to perform it at the Hillside Inside uh, giving the opportunity to record it for me as a person that was just kind of doing this casually, it's it, it really turned me around and and kind of has got me thinking about um, how I might be able to to use this in my day to day life. Certainly, I I want to keep writing and I've got a ton of song ideas. I just have to kind of carve out some more time and prioritize this. And it's left me actually with maybe thinking that I might be able to be someone that could be like an emerging artist or an emerging songwriter and just just seeing where I can take it. I've always been a fairly private person, and so the song that I ended up writing ended up being a personal song and in the process uh, it was actually something I hadn't really talked to many people about and for the first two weeks of the songwriting course I couldn't even write it in the first person so it was interesting writing a song about this theme um, it's something that I've struggled with for the past eight years which was kind of opening up my heart to the possibility of uh, wanting a family and having children but not really working out in my life um, I've seen other people in my life go through it and often in a really silent way and so the song that I ended up writing called Lullaby for My Heart ended up being a song that's just kind of walking yourself through that process of when you open up your heart to something in your life, you may have to sort of soothe your way through it if it doesn't work out the way that you want. And somehow in writing this, it was it was able to kind of narrate my own experience and get unstuck from it. It helped me have some conversations with uh, people in my life. And I'm turning 40 this year, so it's kind of helped me navigate through, you know, the reality that, that might be having to move forward from this, this, this thing in my life. And it was just so cool turning it into a song because, yeah, it ended up being something I felt really good about and I've been really happy to share, even though it's been hard for some people to listen to. So here it is. Here's a song that I wrote entitled Lullaby for My Heart. Generation has 
Hey, this is Lizzie Hoyt, and you are listening to the fabulous Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. My name is uh, Elena Sampson. I uh, currently reside in Orton, Ontario, uh, but I was born and raised in Guelph, Ontario. Uh, I have been playing music uh, from a very young age. My family was very, very musical. All my aunts and uncles and cousins all played some kind of guitar or bass or drums or did vocals in some way or another. Um, I did take uh, Royal Conservatory music up until grade 8. I achieved that when I was about 12 years old. I soon came to realize that a piano was an awfully hard thing to lug around to be able to accompany my voice. So it was when I turned about 16 that I picked up the guitar. I started being able to play with my family, which was mainly blues and rock. Um, I've always wanted to write music, but I felt myself being held back because I didn't feel like my musical knowledge was good enough, so to speak, uh, to be able to write music. Um, I had tried writing songs here and there, but nothing I was proud of. Basically, everything went onto paper and then kind of just out the window. Uh, so I started playing covers. I've been performing um, in local venues around Guelph and, and the area since I was about to, in my early 20s. And that was basically it from there until I, I saw the advertisement for the Girls and Guitars program through Hillside. Uh, I've been uh, a volunteer veteran of 15 years for the Hillside Festival, so I was very involved in all their news and upcoming events. Um, and the one thing that stood out for me for Girls and Guitars was the advertisement for the course saying that write a song that you are proud of that you can be proud of. And that really struck a chord with me. Not only that, but the fact that it was girls and guitars, which to me made it more of a comfortable surrounding with these these wonderful women that I met there. Um, Doris Falkins uh, was absolutely amazing and, and basically helped me with, with my confidence in being able to write the musical aspect of the song. I didn't necessarily have a problem with lyrics, Everything that, that I got out of the course from Doris and Marie Zimmerman, they were just wonderful people. And the girls that I met, how open our group was uh, in, in con- construction for the criticism. Uh, and I found that because it was women, it was a lot more comfortable. I felt more apt to put in my input. I felt that I was among more equals um, as as opposed to when I was performing Doing covers with other men, I found that a lot of the time when it was men that it was it was involved, it was more them taking over um, the control of everything going on for that performance. Whereas this group in Girls and Guitars, I felt that it was more inclusive to just the women in the group, that we were all very supportive of each other, um, and everyone felt as equals, and we were all equally excited uh, when we got the opportunity to record with uh, Nick Zubek at Arthur North Studios. He was absolutely amazing, and we were all in awe. Uh, none of us had ever really been in, in, in a recording studio to that extent where we got to sit behind and see all the computer work that was done and just the amazing work that this man did. It was just absolutely amazing. I'm still in shock and awe as to uh, everything that... I've I've experienced since Girls and Guitars, um, and it really has slingshotted my passion for wanting to write music. And since Girls and Guitars, I've actually written four more songs, um, and and I feel I'm am well on my way uh, towards more of a musical career. Now, the song that I wrote in Girls and Guitars uh, is called Nature of Destruction, and it 
was basically in my lifetime I have uh, known a lot of family members and and close friends that have had mental illness or addiction problems and this was uh, basically a song was it was written for them it was my point of view on how watching my friends and family deal with these issues how it affected me and how I viewed them so this is my song uh, nature of destruction and uh, basically, it's for everybody out there, anyone who suffers from mental illness or addiction, or anybody on the opposite end that has to live and be around people with mental health problems and addiction as well. Hope you enjoy. Sit at home alone again Waiting for the blue pill to kick in So tired of having to explain Trapped in your own mind again You're not the only damage have you done what's your nature of destruction tell me what makes you bleed the demons in your head have voices of their own they won't To stay away Toxic addiction starts to stack Enslaved by the monkey on your back You're not the only damage have you done what's your nature of destruction tell me what makes you bleed the demons in your head have voices of their own they won't leave you Nature of destruction 
you bleed The demons in your head Have voices of their own They won't leave you Zimmerman, and I'm the executive director of the Hillside Festival. We've been managing a program called Girls in Guitar since about 2010, and right now it has three streams. So we started in 2010 looking at the number of women that we put on the stages of two of our festivals, our winter festival called Hillside Inside and our summer festival. And we were looking at just the industry itself, how many women are put forward compared to men and how many women are in bands, how many are female-fronted bands and so on. And I have to say at the time we were quite disappointed and our stages kind of reflected the industry, which tends to be about 70% male, uh, 30% female. These are the performers, uh, the executives, the critics, the agents, the managers, everybody in the field, including you know technical production. So what we did is we put female singer-songwriters in uh, the schools because I had been doing some research and discovered that a lot of girls are neck and neck with boys and taking lessons and so on until they reach about the age of 14. And then the girl's commitment to music starts to fall off. And so I asked a bunch of teachers about this, and they were saying, yeah, I think it's because they just don't see themselves in that world. Once they become part of it, they see that... It's filled with men, uh, they're surrounded by men, and they just don't identify with it. So we thought, well, what can we do to correct that imbalance? And so we introduced professional female singer-songwriters into the school. Um, I started with, uh, like, Alana Gurr, and she would go in and teach uh, children the parts of the guitar, and then uh, she would teach them how to write a song. They'd write a song together, and then they'd perform it together. And the idea was simply to show kids that uh, women can choose a creative life. They can be singer-songwriters. So we continue with that program, but then we introduced uh, Girls and Guitars at Hillside Inside, where we had um, performance slots, about six of them. So we showcased uh, female singer-songwriters in a whole bunch of um, venues, you know, like a bike shop and a bistros and clothing stores and music shops and and things like that. And the idea was just to kind of arrest people's attention as they were shopping or passing by with um, really great music. And um, then we we started with uh, the third stream, which is our songwriting course. Doris Fulkins and I teach that. I do more the creative writing uh, side of things, but we're um, both the facilitators of that class. And uh, we've had a huge number of uh, really great students who've attended the course, and we generally run it for four to six nights, two two hours each night, and the goal is to write a song from start to finish in that period. And so the fact that there's a deadline on it really helps people <laughs> to focus. So this year, what we introduced that was quite different was that we had them go into studio at um, Arthur North Studios with Nick Zubek, and uh, they recorded their songs uh, with with him. 
So that was a really interesting uh, change uh, for us as teachers, but for the students, it was uh, it was amazing because they got to hear themselves sound so clear and so so sh- sharp um, and so polished, and uh, they were really worked hard on making the song as perfect as it could be. This was also this year we had a, a, a really open minded crop of students, you know, that often uh, with our feedback about, oh, I think you should change this part of the chorus or or uh, change this part of this verse or whatever. Sometimes there's a, a bit of friction there, but this, this class in particular was really open and um, really supportive of each other. So we also took them to a radio station, the Grand 101.1, put them on air live and talk to them about uh, what it is that they do. So they got a taste of a music industry that actually supports them, and that was uh, one of our primary goals, is uh, not only to create an atmosphere within our our workshop, within our, our classes that was really supportive, but we wanted them to see that there are other features of this industry that are also really supportive and and conducive to to bringing out the best in them. So we're hoping in the end to make grassroots change among uh, the upcoming generations so that young girls can see that uh, here are these women who haven't given up on a creative life once they've reached puberty, that they're not part of that disturbing trend and they have, you know, commanded a stage and a place in people's hearts and, and imaginations. We feel really committed to underrepresented voices in music. So the Girls and Guitars program will continue. We'll offer more courses in, in the future and more opportunities for people to hear uh, these women. Because these women write songs that are different from the mainstream songs that are out there. When uh, they sing about, about love, it's not necessarily how we typically imagine it. So we do want people uh, to hear these different perspectives, these very different stories, and we're not giving up. They call me the ice queen Cause I'm cool and I'm detached Hey, this is Sue Foley, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. And that's all we have time for in this very special edition of Folk Roots Radio. You can visit our website at folkrootsradio.com to check out the full playlist for this episode and listen to previous episodes of the show and interviews on demand via your chosen platform. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. We're going to leave you with one more song from a female singer-songwriter who went through the Girls in Guitars songwriting course during its very first year and has just released her first EP of original songs. This is Carolyn Ross with Wild Spirit Child from her recently released EP, Wild Spirit. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. We'll see you next time. Child, you are.
tender shoots are connected to the dirt. Wild spirit child. Wild spirit child. Your hands reach out to me. Saying, keep my spirit free. frogs nature helps you grow so run around laughing in the rain paint your face with ash time will contain as the moon it wanes let your childhood last wild spirit child wild spirit child Reach out to me